hello, Nana Nation and mustard fans around the globe. I'm Mr. Milk Chocolate, a.k.a. Melky here, to give those current and new listeners a recap of the very first Tard Madness tournament. Now, what is this tournament about? Well, we've thrown 16 Valiant Warriors into the battle trenches. Jar Jar Binks, Wheelchair Drake, Sling Blade, Jimmy, Simple Jack, Force Gump, Kevin Malone, Timmy, Ralph Wiggum, Harry Dunn, Sloth, Quasimodo, Waterboy, Lloyd Christmas, Rain Man, and that lovable Kato were all placed in single elimination head-to-head combat. Now how did round one go down? I must say these fighters have lived up to their handicapped disabilities. The openers were nothing short of spectacular. Oh, doctor! The amount of blood, sweat, and tears displayed on that battlefield made WWE look like the Special Olympics. In any combat, there are winners and there are losers. Half the participants have been sent back to the short buses they arrived in. Who's left? I could tell you. But that wouldn't be entertaining. I have a better solution. Grab your favorite bevy. Grab a snack. Find a comfy seat. Because up next is what you've all been waiting for. Round two and the continuation of Tard Madness. Please enjoy. First announcement brought to you in part by Not After 30. Wow, I had mustard does not give a shit about what you think. Little did you know, upon listening to this podcast, you have just kissed our asses. Now, I'd like to introduce to you the members of Wow, I Had Mustard. First and foremost, we have Jean de Noir. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, everybody? How you doing out there, listeners? How you doing, Gooby? Melky? I'm all right. I'm all right. And then, secondly, we have Melky over here. What's going on, bud? How's it going, man? I'm great. Uh, I got a question for everyone. Got milk? <laughs> Is that like a sexual assault thing? Like, <laughs> right? It might be, man. You might see me leaving in handcuffs later. So, to be determined. All right. Third and probably least attractive, we have Ball Walker. Was this like a pre-planned intro thing that he was doing that I wasn't aware of? Some sponsorship deal or something? Sponsored by Cheetos. I wish we had Cheetos. I wish I had Cheetos right now. And then there's me myself. I got Gooby over here. How's it going, everybody? How's how's everybody's uh, lifted quarantine coming? Anybody hit any patios? Not yet. No. No, not yet. Not yet, man. So. We just were like fired up to do the intro. Like, can we still talk about hey, this? Like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. I is got it, a message it saying, a, you, know, you need to do an intro, and I was like, Noah, I'll do an intro. And then after watching the interview, which is on our movie watch list, I saw Eminem, and I started listening to Eminem for a couple of days while I was doing while I was at work, and I was like, I hit that one. Uh, was it the Marshall Mather LP or whatever with the public service announcement? I was like, I should use this. I should really use this as an intro. And I came up with that. I mean, it was all right, man, but you got to sound a little less robotic. I mean, <laughs> I suck at intros. I am, like, But don't first worry, we time, man. <laughs> first intro, and I got Anyways, it boys. Yeah, man, you did all right, though, man. Yeah, you broke, uh, you, you, you broke your intro. Uh, Cherry. there. <laughs> <laughs> gotta break gotta break something right right <laughs> uh so How's everybody doing uh can't complain. i was working during it any difference at all not for me no uh, <laughs> i think i'm jerking off less but other than that <laughs> less that's okay what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah switch it up to the left hand okay Oh, wait, you're left-handed, aren't you? I am. So switch it up to the right hand. 
Yeah, I know, but le- I'm just so comfy with uh, with Lefty. You know, it'd be hard to say goodbye, or at least for temporary mm-hmm. bases. But we'll see. Oh my god, the night is still young. <laughs> you guys got AC running? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, bugs. You know what's funny though? What? I didn't even realize. Like I like I haven't really. Like, I've been so like not going outside so much. That one day I walked outside and like everything was like green and blooming. And I was like, what the fuck? When did this happen? <laughs> I didn't even realize the heat turned off, the AC turned on, and like outside was in full bloom and stuff like that. I was like, Jesus Christ, I haven't left yeah. the house that long. Uh, I, I've been noticing it because I've been walking through I uh, like I'm outside like five to six hours a day. You go outside? Yeah, I, for work I do. I don't. I don't. I don't sit in a chair no more. I'm. I'm back outside delivering. So that mail doesn't get delivered somehow. Because last time <laughs> he was telling us I like uh... watching movies. Yeah. Me. Me fail English. That's me impossible. fail English. That's impossible. Love the Batman team, by the way. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, you always gotta rep that. Gotta always gotta rep some sort of superhero. I find, man. <laughs> all right boys so, I'll, never uh, be, I'll never be one so <laughs> well dude not with that attitude there's radiation you can roll around in there's like a meteor that falls randomly like try have you tried like, have you not. drank have you drinking green sludge lately or like come on like help yourself out but trying every is the first spider step, bite you trying is the first <laughs> step to failure so just <laughs> <laughs> all right I think it's so time movies. for movie reviews. Movie yeah, reviews. All right. What are we gonna so, start uh, off with? I'd say let's 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 start off with uh, let's start off with uh, the interview. Yeah, you already brought it up. Let's do it. All right, man. I'm gonna give it four point seven five Cheeto fingers. I I I fucking love that movie. I love I love uh, Seth Rogen and um, fuck. What's what's his other name oh james franco james, james franco. franco there you go yeah <laughs> slipped my mind yo slip slip my mind but honestly those two together it's always good pineapple express all that shit they're they're always they're always good together uh i don't know about your favorite scenes but uh you know when <laughs> when they're talking about securing that payload up his ass i Always, I'm always on the floor dying. Always on the floor dying. So yeah, you gotta stick it in your ass. I don't want to. I don't want to stick it in my ass. <laughs> John's over here shaking his head. But honestly, like I said, those two together, they always make a great movie together. So I'm gonna give it 4.75. So you loved it. You oh, loved I fucking it. love that movie. Melky. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the interview, uh, I mean, what can I really say that Gooby has already said? Um, I mean, you can't go wrong when you make fun of uh, North Korean leader, you know, Kim Kim Jong-un, and basically making fun of uh, media itself. You can't go wrong. Uh, just slapstick comedy that will just, you'll be laughing out of your ass throughout the whole thing. Um, you know, Rogan and Franco are magical, as always. They, like, they definitely honeypotted me you know, to watch this movie you over and over and over again. And yeah, I'm going to have to give it a 4.5 Cheeto fingers and one Seth Rogen dick jiggle. <laughs> this one, you want to see these reviews we make up like the, how we judge it. Fantastic. What was your, uh, what was your, what was your rating? Well, it was, yeah, it was a 4.5. And one. And and one. And one. Seth Rogen dick jiggle. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep I was in looking... line with you two. Uh, I'm giving it four and a half out of five. I love this movie. James Franco is so goddamn funny. <laughs> he just has that massive erection trying to hide it. It's like, you want to see? Here, take it in. I'm Feast fine. your eyes. <laughs> Feast your eyes, man. Uh, you honey dick, you honey dick. <laughs> and the way that he like 
you know, says he's going to go through the tunnel, SEAL Team 6. The way he calls it is exactly how it happens. Bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that movie so much, man. I quote it all the time with my brother. James Franco's hilarious. Johnny Whoa. boy. Johnny. All right, me? Um, yeah. At first, I did not love this movie when I originally saw it. <laughs> and I went back, and I had to watch it again. And it's actually one of my... I think it's it's one of my top five, maybe my top, in my my top one Seth Rogen movies, uh, yeah. by far. You hate us because um, you ain't us, man. <laughs> you hate us. <laughs> you, you know that girl's blind as a bat. <laughs> um, it's a big stripy dog thing, man. <laughs> it's a big orange stripy dog. Feast yeah. your eyes, boys. <laughs> Um, the stank dick. Um, <laughs> when that when he gets shot and that guy's like, no, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> All the Lord of the Ring references kept killing me too. Oh, <laughs> One oh, guy's so true. serious about it. And like and Jesse was saying, blind them. <laughs> <laughs> the oh. the, for, the foreshadowing through that whole movie is uh, priceless too. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite scenes, one of my favorite scenes are quotes to, uh, to repeat is, is always, I didn't prepare for this trip. I packed like a damn fool. the middle of China. <laughs> he has water. Do I have water? Throw and they drop a little, little bottle. Like, yeah. remember? You guys remember uh, back in the day those chubby uh, drinks? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that because it's the same size bottle. I'm like, poor guy, man. <laughs> oh man, I haven't thought about those in so long. Those they're pretty bomb, man. I, I kind of like the scene that when they're like sitting at the table and the girl's like, "You need to take him out, like on a date." <laughs> no, you need to take him out, like for coffee. <laughs> it just keeps on going. Also, when he's like, um, when he talks about, he's like. Referring to that part we, where they're leaving for North Korea, and the guy's like, "Oh, what are you gonna do, Kim Jong Un?" He's like, "Oh, say I got something That's for his uh, with his head." He's like, "Oh, what? You gonna jerk him off?" He's like, "No, it's a double entendre." That is my favorite quote of the entire movie, right there. Let's just say I'm gonna give him a little surprise with my hand. Oh yeah, you gonna jerk him off? <laughs> Hey, Gooby, oh, I'm shocked uh, your favorite scene uh, isn't when Rogan's going to bang that chick and she rips uh, his shirt open and she says, you're hairy like bear. <laughs> something you could, uh, you know, relate to, right? Dude, I can relate, yeah. Uh, no, not my favorite scene, but... That, it, it was it, mine. It, One of mine. So you I'm all, gonna go... you all found her sexy with the machine gun, too. Her little oh, yeah. rips, you know. There's By the way, that. Um, I'm going to give this movie a solid, like... I'm going to go Gooby on this one. 4.75. Okay, so we all love it. That's just I knew it. That's why yeah. I predicted. Yeah. That was a it was a great uh, choice, Abba. Great, great choice. <laughs> a great timeless choice. classic. I mean, Seth Rogen said it wasn't like one of his favorite. His, he said he said it was one of the easiest movies for him to produce, while like Super Bad was one of the harder movies for him to produce at the time. And looking back at it, he's like, I don't even think that movie should have been made, <laughs> but yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that too. It's like the film he regrets the most. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's on a you can you can see like an interview with um David Chang and him in Vancouver going around to places to eat. It's called like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And he brings that up. Yeah. You're talking about super bad, right? I'm just it... talking like like he says he's a better writer than he is an actor. Okay. And like out of all the things he's written, all the things he's wrote in the past, what was like the easiest thing to get produced? Versus what was the hardest thing to get produced, and like his earlier works are really hard to get produced because he didn't really have a name. But then he's like, when he's like looks back at, he's like, oh, the interview really should have been produced, but they did it. Yeah. Every actor says that once they write or direct, They're like, yeah, I'm actually wanted to be well, a director writer the whole time. And yeah. Never good at acting. You all fucking say it. Didn't didn't they have a huge backlash though, like from the government saying you can't make this movie? Yeah, it wasn't released in theaters, and finally Netflix released it like a year later. Yeah, wasn't there, like, know. threats about North Korea and stuff like that, too, going yeah. on? Yeah. yeah. I just think... I mean, when you, you see that ending, like, <laughs> I can see why they'd be pissed. <laughs> it's amazing. The I just think you have face. to be 
blind as a batter, deaf as a stone wall, not to appreciate the comedic genius behind right. it. Big yeah. fat kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. Liar. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, the All right, accountant. On. Um, I guess I'll start first. Yeah, we're gonna double back. Um, shit, on my list I have you actually twice, Jesse. Bah. Okay, anyways. Um, me twice. Yeah, yeah on my list I, I write I write down notes of like who's what we're voting and stuff like that. Okay. Um, counting. I thought it's I thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of good. I think the best why I thought it was funny is seeing. <laughs> Ben Affleck act like he has autism. <laughs> that to me is kind of funny. Um, but I give that movie, I don't know, like a three. Okay. To be honest with you. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't great, but two hours and the end was pretty sweet. Um, kind of sl- really slow at parts, but it was okay to me. So... Mediocre. Good Sunday mo- Sunday afternoon movie to watch. Yeah. I wouldn't like, oh, this is what I want to watch to get riled up or whatever like that. Like I would never go see a sequel. Yeah, I hope there isn't a sequel. Let's we'll put it that way. Apparently, <laughs> there might be a show in the works. Oh no. Yeah, it seems like a TV show. As well, as long as Ben Affleck isn't uh, playing uh, playing the head lead, I mean, it might be. I don't okay. like you don't like Batfleck. I don't, not, I don't, not I don't got a beef with Ben Affleck. I think he's a great director and a pretty good actor. I just didn't love that movie. Yeah. All right, what'd right. you think, Pa? What'd you think, yeah? Um, I thought I was being pretty fair, and I was actually going to do three out of five, too. And uh, kind of what John said, like, it's cool, and I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love those Man of Steel movies on DC Universe. Um but yeah, the autism thing was kind of whack. Like the the action scenes were cool, like the fight in the mansion at the end and all that, and like the sniper at the barn. I mean, there were some cool scenes, but yeah, Sunday afternoon, good movie. I'm not gonna probably watch it again in a long time. I don't really care for a sequel. So really, what can more can you say about a movie if you have no interest in making another one? Like it was okay. Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. I get that. It, right. Like I said, like awesome, awesome fight scenes. I like Ben Affleck. I mean, John Bernenthal, the guy that plays Punisher, he's a sick actor, but then I'm like, he didn't really do shit. And the twist wasn't like that big of a twist where I'm like, oh man, sick. It's just kind of a good action movie that's on that channel showcase. That's like, you know, you can see yeah. people on TV on a Sunday afternoon. So three out of five. Cool. Melky. Melky. Uh, I'm going to let you go next because I have a lot to say about this movie. Oh, God. All right. All right. So so I'll give it a three. I kind of – I think we're all on the same page that, you know, Ben Affleck trying to act out being autistic wasn't very good at all. Again, like we're all saying, the action – was really good. I, I will say one of my favorite scenes was the belt scene with the big guy when he's like starts just yeah, whipping around with the belt. Oh yeah, that, that was probably one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but yeah, it just it it just wasn't the part for him. It just wasn't the part for him. And I think, like John said, it went slow at sometimes. And yeah. That's that's pretty much all I got to say about it. I wouldn't watch it again, and I again I probably wouldn't watch a TV show if they make one. Was there a need for it to be made? I mean, to turn autism into a weapon? Like, I mean, no, it, really. Was it was it uh was it post Batman or pre Batman? It was uh, before Batman. Was it Maybe that was kind of. I'm pretty, about, I'm pretty sure it was before Batman. Hmm. What'd you say, Buff? I I don't know. I think it was 2017. It said the movie, right? So I think it might have been after Batman, unless it was filmed before, and then, you know, that released once he was Batman, because he starts getting more of a, a rep of following. So Gooby could be right, and I'm not sure. They're both made in 2016, so I'm not right. sure. So, let, um, getting, so, so pretty much he was getting jacked for Batman versus Superman. He's already in, tell. like, an action hero mode, and he's like, yeah, fuck it, autism? Like, that's another costume <laughs> I'll wear. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, he is a good director. I'm not going to lie. Oh, for sure. I mean, he learned from one of the best, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Are you laughing because you don't believe what you just said, or like what? <laughs> I love Kevin Smith, okay? Oh, He's yeah. one of my favorites. Okay. Speaking right. of the guy with the Batman shirt, let's review Ben Affleck movie. Here we go, Melky. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> So you think a movie with such a star-studded cast would actually live up to it? Star-studded. This star-studded cast. Yeah, look at all the actors that are in this movie. It's a pretty good cast of characters. Yeah, For, I would say. John Lithgow, Anna Kendrick. John be. Lithgow, yep. J.K. Simmons, Anna Kendrick, Jeffrey Toomer, John Bernathal. Like, those are some good actors. And they've done all their own things back, you know, whether it's TV shows or movies. But this movie sucked donkey balls. Like, this movie was shit. Um, It just unraveled basically from start to finish. Why was Ben Affleck... Why did he look like he had to take a shit all the time? Like, you tell me. Like, was that his autistic face, or...? Yeah, that's... That might just be his face. (laughs) Well... You would think like this this role was given to him because he already looks like he's autistic. So I just don't understand like how he just botched it. No, it was a oh. it was it was god awful. I would never watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy. So you had never seen it before this review. Never seen it. Have you ever thought this that maybe he he took the advice from Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder? He'd never go for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you guys psyched it up um, the last episode, and I thought, oh, it was an interesting. It, like this movie could have been good; it could have been done very well. But my mistake for actually giving um, Ben Affleck the benefit of the doubt because now nah, he was he was terrible. The I'm four like, of us could have no. The four of us could have lucky that he didn't, he's not in in in, in, in this uh, in this tournament. He will be next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, the four of us could have done a movie with us sitting on the toilet playing battle shits, and it would have been a lot better. So, I give this movie a one point five. Oh, the lowest uh, one point five and five Ben Affleck. I gotta take a shit face emoji. Okay, yeah. first off, I don't think Andrew Ken- to. I don't think Anna Kendrick is that good of an act- actress actor. Whatever you want to call her, whatever you politically correct. She's all right, but she rambled on in this movie, which she's cute. She's oh, cute. she is. She's a she's cute, cute face. She, I think she did better in that. Uh, what's that that movie called? With that cup song and stuff like that. Pitch Perfect. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I think, I think that was her role. It, yeah. She hit did did well that for an actor, and I think she has roles. I think that I think, the accountant wasn't a good spot for her maybe at this time in her career. Okay. I think they could have probably gone with somebody a little bit more mature, maybe a little bit taller, because you look really small beside Ben Affleck, you know? Um, But, man, doesn't she seem like the girl in Already? Like, she's that actress who's in those random, like, Netflix holiday movies and, like... Yeah. The Perfect Christmas. It's starring her and some guy from, like, the 90s. Like, I think (laughs) she just takes roles. Like, it's just... She just likes to act. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. And uh, to correct a mistake... Uh, Batman versus Superman was yeah. made first. Okay, Batman versus was... Superman was made in March, and the account was made in or was released in October. Okay, so but yeah, it's still it's, it's still during his heyday of uh, Batman though, because what Justice oh, League sure. came out how long after? So yeah, Batman versus Superman yeah. was released in March, and uh, the account was released in October. Okay, yeah, so he's still like beef caked up and whatnot like oh you, you know can I mean? tell that was a perfect like, role for him to slide into yeah so no really? he was just he was just awful I, <laughs> like let's not give him any due diligence or credit he was he was terrible in this movie and the supporting cast couldn't save the movie enough to make it relevant he was yeah. bad yeah i can't yeah. i can't i can't disagree with that with the yeah. supporting cast i just think the movie could have been better and maybe could have been wrapped up in a short time spe- uh, yeah, period. They fit 100%. a lot into two hours. Um, so, I mean, really, all together, with his low, with Melky's low review, it's like a 2.5 for the group. I mean, it's not yeah. a great movie. We're, pretty, we're pretty good with movies, so. Yeah. 
Yo, yeah. speaking speaking of not to turn the subject, did you see the news today about that DC universe? They're doing a Flash movie, and he's going to be doing like a multiverse thing, and they're bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman. Oh, Ooh. really? Yeah, that's it. That's gonna be film. nice. Interesting. Yeah. He's gonna go back, change the timeline, screw it up, and then he'll come back in time. It'll be Michael Keaton as an old school Batman. That's shabby. I love Michael. I'm a big Michael Keaton fan. Same dog. Not too shabby. Yeah, man, not too shabby. Yeah. I think that's so. Nice little one. Batman uh, news update for you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> I still like Adam West, but Michael Keaton's pretty cool too. Kapow! Zoom! <laughs> so uh, speaking, Batman of... doesn't dance anymore. Dude. Te- Remember the bat to out when you were doing the like wall climb. <laughs> so, speak, speak. wait, speaking I love of- that your favorite Adam West thing is actually not even a scene from Batman. <laughs> <It's> from- <laughs> you like Simpsons, Adam West. Like, that's what it is. Everybody <laughs> likes how Adam West. <laughs> Makes fun of himself. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Family Guy, Mayor Adam West, and yeah. Adam <laughs> That's because it's pure West. And he yeah. didn't need he didn't yeah. need a rubber mold suit. <laughs> okay. First off, West. <laughs> I know what it's like because I used to get made fun of a lot growing up. John can attest to it. Well, you were Adam from, West. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm Adam West. I'm just saying I, he, he might have been picked on when he was younger. And then he turned the tides and started making fun of himself. Which then people are like, man, I can't really do anything about it because he's just fucking making fun of himself. That's what I did. Hey, I just started making fun of myself. Oh, yeah. How is he going yeah, oh, yeah. that long? We, we all can see that John John's camera's frozen right now. <laughs> he's right, just I'm not to... frozen. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're frozen on our heads. You just look so happy. <laughs> Yo, you know what's great about Adam West, too? From all I've heard, him and the guy who played Robin, they did so much banging back then. Like, orgy oh, there you stuff. Go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Pure but, West. Pure West. But, there, uh, Johnny's back. Yeah, John, Johnny Boy's back. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is, uh, speaking of which, speaking of whole the DC Universe thing... Uh, I I know we were talking about movie reviews and I was picking them. Or am I picking two? You're picking I, two, buddy. So go yeah, picking, okay. so Gooby's because of your two. complaints and your grievances. <laughs> HR came back to us. We got to give you two. So all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can't pick them off your computer right now and just no, search up. I, I, I know. I, I already know. I already know what I'm picking. And okay. one better not be Chicken Little. All right. Fuck, man, there goes the fucking neighborhood. (laughs) All right, so what I was saying is I kind of want to stick with the DC Universe kind of thing that we got going on. And we all love Margot Robbie. So I'm picking Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. As one of them. And then the other one, I'm going with uh, Uncut Gems because I haven't seen it yet. Really? Have you Adam, seen Birds of Prey? I've seen Birds of Prey. Okay. But uh, I, I also, I, I like Adam Sandler, so I think he's a great actor. I don't know how he's going to do an Uncut Gems, because I think it's more of a dramatic comedy. But, it's uh, a dark comedy. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my two picks. I don't know if you guys are liking it or... Nope, they're in. It's done. They're in? All right. That's it. Birds of so, Prey. So Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, and uh, Uncut Gems for next pod. Right. All right. I actually just a- watch Uncut Gems, so that works out. It's official. So then, Melky, you got next time. Oh. Okay. okay. And then All John, right. we'll get after that since you and I split the last one. Or yeah, we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do another way of choosing. Maybe we'll do theme after Melky's choices. All okay. right. Cool. Cool. All right, yeah, boys. So, or uh, if we get any uh, any listeners to maybe give us a any ideas for some movies to watch. Yeah, for sure, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'll take them as a grain of salt. Not gonna lie to anybody, but you know, we'll we'll try to get to them. We've got so much mail to get through already with fans and stuff. <laughs> but uh, if you can get your picks in, like we'll we'll get there. 
Yeah. They're all up on the Facebook page. If you Man, still have Facebook. Like you, Johnny. Damn. <laughs> oh man alright I guess so, everyone's favorite time right now before you get into it though you should explain um, the replacement of Sling Blade uh, All right. into the tournament okay personally I felt that uh I personally felt that Slingblade got robbed in the first round. I think he had the most creativity. I feel like he had the better moves. And his moves actually were incorporated from the movie very much so. You know, Kaiser Blade is what he called Slingblade, right? The mustard reference. The guy likes to eat his fries with mustard. Hilarious. I think it was a lot. It was it was quite funny. I feel like he got robbed. Other than um, Jimmy's hand in the asshole puppet move that I, <laughs> he likes to do. Well, but the pommel horse. And you really seem to like asshole play. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, uh, at least I. So I I I'm gonna forfeit Kevin Malone. For uh, for Sling Blade, I think if anyone else agrees with that, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I'm down for that. I, I I agree with it, but I don't think he was robbed. I think Jimmy had it. Yeah, yeah, but I Jimmy's mean, still in it, so it's a win-win. Like a good guy, I'll do it. I'm down. Sweet, I agree. You know, so like it's like Jimmy's not losing his 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 place. I'm like sacrificing my own my own no, play. No, for sure, I, you know. I, I get, that has more chance of me losing. So Yeah. It wouldn't be an imaginary tournament without some imaginary controversy. So we're good. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. All right. So with that, um We're gonna do that one. Right now, man, it's uh Gooby versus Mo with uh wheelchair Drake versus Jimmy. Ooh, uh is Anthony on standby? I he didn't get back to me, so it looks like. Uh, I think we just should just do a majority. Like you, we'll just okay, do we'll majority, do majority then. We'll just do majority then. Okay, so I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's it's just gonna be you two, and you could you two are just gonna have to kind of talk it over to see. Okay, who you think. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, but right. what if it's it's what before we uh, start? What if it's so it's four of us? What if it's two and two? No, it, it's Rochambeau. <laughs> whoever's not who, whoever's not in the fight will talk it out and kind of make an agreement on who should go forward. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, Melky, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll I'll start us off. Okay. All right. So, obviously, in the last round, you know. Wheelchair Drake uh, got him hard with the wheelchair hit and run. So he had to come up with something new to devastate his opponents. So this move he calls the handicap parking sticker suffocation. So he finds he finds him wrapped. He slides right down it, goes as fast as he can, basically airlifting himself, pulls out the handicap sticker out of his pocket slings all the way to your face stickers peeled boom right in the face you suffocate like just like that simpson episode where duffman gets uh more most suffocates duffman with the sticker because he's too ugly <laughs> the same thing oh man and then he yeah. just parks himself right on your carcass as handicap parking Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm kind of taking my move from a certain movie we watched uh, last podcast, The Joker. What that movie was based on was a comic book called The Killing Joke. So we all know Jimmy as the stuttering comedian. So he's going to hit you with The Killing Joke. And it's a joke that takes so long 
because he stutters through the whole entire thing that you just end up dying of exhaustion listening to it. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very Jimmy-like. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Damn. So, all right. John, so you two you just got to talk it out. Uh, I I don't know. I like that Jimmy move. That was a real surprise there. But I was really loving the Melky sitting on you, crushing you. That's what I. That's what I'm between those two. That was like, fuck. Yeah, man, you actually did some homework. Good on you. Um, what was your first move from uh, last battle? Which one? Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Jimmy's was the uh, pommel horse where he bounces on his crutches and swings his crooked ass legs around. <laughs> and then, and, and then the other one was called the fractured butthole where he shoves the cane up your ass and out your mouth. That's right. The ass play. Okay. Okay. But the fractured buttholes from the video game. No, uh, no, it still counts. It's still, it's still a reference. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm i going to say, and I can't believe, because I would have never chosen at the start, not my favorite, but I think I might be going wheelchair this time. <sighs> I think that's my vote. And then Drake, uh, wheelchair, Drake's move yeah. again? Yeah. Sorry. I'm liking, Was... I'm liking Melky's second round right now. He came in hot. I mean, that first round he took over pretty dominant, and then he comes in with that. I, uh, I got to go with Melks there. You don't like the killing joke, eh? I do. I Hey, man, I told you. It was close. As a professional judge, I've been sweating for hours thinking of this. Think, oh, man, this is hard, man. Because you're going to say there. Jimmy, aren't you? Yeah, you're going to say Jimmy. Like, I like the creativity behind Jimmy. But I feel like if you're standing there telling a joke, wheelchair Drake, is, you're definitely going to suffocate as you're trying to tell that joke with that sticker on your face. <laughs> you won't be able to, man, and you won't get it all out of your mouth. You're, you're busy uh, grasping for air. Yeah, think about I that. Think, yeah. There's no way you're telling a joke. I think I need something more physical. I like I like the idea of it. I like the creativity. But I feel like in a battle, he should have been a little bit more physical. Okay. So we're going with wheelchair Drake? I think we're going to go with Drake on that. And that's the only right. reason why is just because... Like if you came in aggressive with maybe like that with like something else like the pummel horse like something else on top of that, I think it would have. I think I would have gone with Jimmy. Like, I, I no, I, I'll take it. Drake likes to thank uh, Degrassi High for for all his support <laughs> and wheelchair ramps. <laughs> all right, on to the next one. Okay. So we've got quite a doozy for the next one. <laughs> Sling blade. Versus Forrest Gump. Right. Um, since Jesse has his theories about like why people win and lose, I think uh, Bob, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> so it works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony's not here right now. Yeah, true. Okay, so uh, Sling Blade. First off, I've got a whole list of people to thank that I'm back in the tournament. That revive potion worked wonders. Here we go. So, first off, this time around, you're getting a home arena for him, the institution. So now I'm bringing it to the home ground. I've got all those little wheelchairs and different accessories I can throw at you. His new super move, the Angelina. Now, this is a little outside one, but he brings in his wife from an outside world, and she sends a minion of different colored kids to attack you at a moment's notice. <laughs> And then his finisher is called the hearse. And that's where he strikes you with two blows to the head like the movie, then sits back and calls the hearse to take you away while he watches. And okay. that, my friends, is how Sling Blade enters the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Johnny Boy, that's going to be a hard one to follow up. <laughs> John's like, man, I should have never let him back in. The game plan's changed. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um... Gump, right? A big boy yes, Gump. Yes, sir. All right. Um, the first move is the Alabama clap, <laughs> <laughs> where uh, <laughs> he gets his ex-wife, dead's wife, his disease, and spreads it all over you. <laughs> so you also die of 
the STIs that plagued his wife. He's <laughs> called it. I called Alabama clap. Now, also while while you're going through that, the next move is called the Curious George, where you find something shiny and he beats you to death with the book. <laughs> All right, Melky, deliberation time. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one, boys. Uh, that's a good matchup. Both, both fighters came prepared. You know, uh, I think they use their strengths uh, <laughs> to the max. This is gonna be a tough one, man. I think both, both bringing in their wives. By the way, did you notice that? Like, yeah, like that's how you win. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it was a thing of beauty getting the family involved. Like, come on. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with Sling Blade on this one. Yeah. <laughs> just, cool. cool. I mean, you know I, what? It was, it was a toss-up. But, yeah, I'm going to go Sling Blade on this one. And I think I'm in agreement. On Sling Blade, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty much like the Jimmy fight. I was sweating it out. I wasn't sure they both had good, good moves. Both brought in the wives. Like, was that like planned? Like, did you guys talk about this? No, is that coordinated, man. Yeah. So both, both bringing in the wives. That's a, that's a good call. I mean, look, everyone knows the story of Forrest Gump. It had to be brought up at some point in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think Sling Blade moves on. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, Bob, you want to end us the next one? It's... Um, no. Oh, I it's... Ra- I didn't write it down. Oh, it's... Okay. It's a Ralph and... <laughs> next matchup is Ralph Wiggum versus Quasimodo. Oh, yeah. It's Ralph Wiggum versus Quasimodo, guys. So yeah. Johnny boy, do you want to go first or? John's dealing with the paranormal over there. Apparently, you see his lights in the background. Yeah, I'm freaking out. The crooked, the crooked painting on the wall. No, it's the ghost of that SDI baby. He's like, how could you let me lose? Something is going on here. So you want to go first with Quasi? Or do you want Ralph to go first? I got back-to-back matches, man. That's pretty... Uh... Okay, okay. So, so, Gooby, you go first. You go first, then. All right, all right. So, we all know Ralph Wiggum. Okay? He's pretty much indestructible. Goes through that lamb. You know when they're on the uh, lamb uh, con- conveyor belt and he falls in? Somehow still alive. Okay. I have a question before you continue. Is that before or after he aided the purple berries? See, <laughs> this is this is where this is. I don't. I didn't even tell you where I was going with this, but he kind of knows where I'm going with this. We all know he drinks the blue stuff from under the sink, right? The dude's pretty much indestructible. So his next move doesn't have a name. It's just him. Eating the purple berries and becomes rabbit, starts frothing at the mouth, goes on a huge rampage, pretty much indestructible at that point because the purple ber- berries give him that superhuman rabbit strength and attacks everything in sight. Doesn't matter who you are, it could be Slingblade, it could be Drake, it could be Quasimodo, he'll attack you all. He just goes for it all. And that's Ralph Wiggum. Okay. <laughs> All right. That is a hardcore Ralph. That's a hardcore Ralph. All right. Um. Well, we all know Quasimodo, and I, I, I got a lot of. Well, now that my boy Forrest comes out, yeah, Quasi. I call it the his next move is the Gypsy Ring, where he dresses <laughs> you up as El- Esmeralda, takes advantage of you, and then use you as a little thing in the middle of the bell as he rings the bell <laughs> then uh, his finishing move is the holy priest where he dresses you up as a little boy as an altar boy drowns you in the pool of the holy water and then takes advantage of you again <laughs> that's a 
Quasimodo round two likes to dress up people. Right? Like, that's, that's what we're going with here. He's just he got was listening to episode outfit, two. Like Roger the alien from American Dad. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Quasi was listening to episode two, like Furry versus Drag Queen. A little inspiration there. Shout out to our friends. See, the fans. thing is, I, if I can put my two cents in, I don't think that Quasimodo would be able to get his hands on a rabid Ralph. I'm going to put my two cents in. Member, man. I'm going to put my two cents in, and it just sounds like Ralph has rabies. So. <laughs> also, I don't think you. I don't think you can get rabies from purple berries. I don't. I also don't think <laughs> Ralph can really hide away from priests. So, so here's the game plan for this fight for round two. Quasimodo bought a shitload of costumes. Doesn't know what to do with them. He created the moves. First off, the altar boys. Are all, the costumes Wiggum. are already there. Chief Wiggum <laughs> got his son bit by a dog, and that was their <laughs> game plan for round two. Chief uh, Wiggum's like, you have, have nothing to, go, to lose. You're pretty much fucked anyway. So no way. John, like, I'm gonna go Quasimodo because I just a little boy running <laughs> running at you with rabies isn't gonna really do anything. Just don't get bit. He's superhuman. <laughs> He's superhuman. So, he yeah. doesn't die. So my vote goes to Quasimodo and his giant hump. Well, I'm actually going Quasimodo too. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I just like the detail of the Quasimodo uh, attacks all the round. So. I like that he took the time to change costumes. Yeah, I was a big fan of that. He may have bribed me with a couple of costumes, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Quasimodo. All he, right. he gave his um, fans what they wanted. <laughs> Is this not why you are here? <laughs> are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh shit! All right, last right, match. You- are you guys you guys want to announce the last matchup? Last match is done by dun, dun, dun. Bobby Waterboy Boucher and, our, and Kevin Spacey himself, Rain Man. Wait, was Kevin Spacey Rain Man? No. <laughs> no. Whoever was. Bobby Boucher wins by default. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a predator. So you've been picturing Kevin Spacey the whole time. Yeah, That's yes. why he's made it through the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> terrified. <laughs> yeah, that's a nightmare right. scene right there. <laughs> My bad, man. Really, I've not watched. I, I Rayman was not a familiar movie with me. Oh man, I'm already going in limping. <laughs> you wanna you wanna start, buddy, or you want me to go? Did, did okay, Kevin I'll, Spacey I'll, do something to you? <laughs> Well, he did it to a lot of people, actually. So I might have, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey dressed him up as a little altar boy. Can, can Kevin Spacey <laughs> be, like, the special guest referee? Quasimodo <laughs> turned me into the attack. Just <laughs> I feel like okay. if, if somehow we could get these actors in on this to, like, kind of judge the final round. I mean, Kevin Spacey would not be welcome. <laughs> what would Kevin Spacey be like? I didn't play any of these actors. What am I doing? <laughs> okay, so for Rain Man, last round, boom, we've got another home arena, the casino. All the slot machines, all that just free flying change. The grandmas sitting there on their stools. I'm throwing everything at you. I promise you. Got two moves. First move, escalator madness. You're stuck on repeat in a time loop, stuck on that escalator, just looking so cool, going up and down, up and down, until it drives you insane. It takes forever. And then the finisher move, it's called the outcry. And that's when the movie ends. You go outside, there's a large group of women just shrieking at you about how offensive you've been, and it just melts your skin like Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! <laughs> and that's the outcry. That was that was a roller coaster in itself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, <clears throat> Bobby Boucher, aka the Water Boy, he hit you hard last round, you know, with um, the stop making fun of me spear yeah. and the captain saying captain say no power bomb. So he's gonna switch it up a little bit, and I call this first move 
the slot bucket chug. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, when he first encounters Coach Klein, uh, the water situation was absolutely disgusting. And the water was brown and it was turning and who knows what type of bacteria was in it. So Bobby's going to take the water from there. He's going to get a funnel. He's going to shove that funnel down your throat. He's just going to keep feeding you that dirty slop bucket water. And then the, the finisher, once you're basically about to pass out, you, you look like Homer when he ate that gross sandwich <laughs> before you're supposed to go to Dump Gardens. <laughs> He's going to turn you around. He's going to take the glacier water that he has in that bottle. He's going to open the top of the bottle. And I call this the glacier body freeze. He's going to shove it right up your ass. And you're going to just... <laughs> the water's going to leak out, and you're just going to freeze slowly, like in Mortal Kombat with Sub-Zero. And you're just going to slowly, slowly freeze until you just can't move anymore. Oh, man. That's it. Okay, first off, sick move. You're such a salesman. Simpsons reference to win over John and then an ass move for Gooby. It's fucking <laughs> over. I don't have a fucking chance. <laughs> 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 One thing I might have to critique on that. Um, if I remember clear, uh, correctly, the glacier, mo- glacier water revived Bobby Boucher. That's he what? just gave the extra life. What did you say, John? The glacier water revived Bobby Boucher. It revived him. Yeah, but... You just gave me full help. I'm back. Is it going re- to revive you when it's in your ass? Yep. And, and, yeah, man. It, go, it, it so. goes straight to your liver quicker. <laughs> How do you know this, Gooby? What you been doing? It's, it's a known fact. Okay? I don't know this. You don't know this? You've never watched movies before? I do watch a lot of movies, but not... What the movie are you watching? The ones where they stick water bottles on their ass. No, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember now what movie it was where they're like... They're fucking funneling... Oh, um... Jack movie. No, 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 no. It was fucking with uh, John Cena. I watched it as like a fucking afternoon movie. Um, Cockblockers? No. But it was like he was a dad or something, and he was like trying to catch his daughter or something like that. And Cockblockers. I haven't watched the movie, but that's exactly what Mo just said. Oh, was it? I, I didn't hear him. Sorry. Yeah. And like he has to get. You, were, like a... you said no, and then you went on to repeat what the movie was. You're lucky I'm enjoying this pizza right now. I give you a piece of my mind. <laughs> what, where's that from? Little Caesars. So you know, you know it's funny. So people can't see this, but right now we're, we're recording over Skype due to the pandemic and whatever and our distance. But Mo has his background blurred, but it looks, like, <laughs> but it makes his pizza look blurred. So as if there's something like, I don't know, like semen or something like he shouldn't be eating on top of his pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. Oh, anyways, let's let's we're getting way off topic here. Let's let's get back to the fight. Okay, so uh, who you guys go for? So, is it what me and John right picking? Yep. Yeah. So John, I'm gonna have to agree with you that Bobby Boucher revived him. Yeah. And therefore, I think Bobby Boucher loses. I like I liked everything Mo had. Except for the water was used to revive Bobby. So Rain Man and his uh, Me Too movement, I think, take the win on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think Rain Man, Rain Man takes it. You, you revived him. You pretty much saved his life. But you know what? That's kind of Bobby Boucher fashion. He doesn't want anybody to die. He just wants to help him out, give him some fucking high quality H two O. Now right. just I'm actually going to bring dirty... him onto my team for the final. Round. I'll just give Let's him go. dirty chug water again, and he'll die. I mean, I did, I did, I really like that aspect of it because you had like the whole Wu Tang thing going on where you kept feeding it and feeding it, feeding it, feeding it, feeding it. Right? I went like, water, right? What, and then you're like, the and then he used the glacier water. water. So and I just wanted move. to shove that thing up his ass. Like, <laughs> let's be real. And it was your downfall. <laughs> Oh my god. I love how you brought up that Wu Tang reference. I actually was listening to that song today. Great song, The Method Man. All right. Oh yeah. So what's what what is that? That's the Then we go we to got the uh, semifinals for uh, next next episode. 
Yeah, so next episode yeah. uh, is going to be Drake versus Slingblade. Quasimodo versus Rainman. Now... Two in the finals. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know. I mean, let the best hard win, right? I mean, I really, I really paid the price for like wanting Sling Blade Black back. Yeah, uh, it killed you. You had so many in. Right. Um, do you guys want to come up with uh, four moves, three moves? Yeah, I think um, for next time, three moves. Uh, you can't use your old ones, but three brand new ones, and yeah. Well, even even now we didn't use the old ones. You can use the old ones. No, we didn't use the old ones. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah. you guys wanted, like, I don't know, maybe we can do like uh, combinations or something like that. Or I I think the next one you should really base it off of what movie or show they came from. Like, try to find something straight out of there. I think everyone did, but you. What do you mean, <laughs> but me? I hit you with the killing joke, and Ralph ate the purple berry. The purple berry, yeah, but you, you have like 23 years of content, and that was the best you can come up with. I mean, Ralph Wing is pretty fucking stupid, so it was either that or freaking a finger up his nose, running around in circles. What about what about his great Star Wars collection? <laughs> what he going to do, throw that at you? He takes you to an award show, professes his love, and breaks your heart. Like, it's like there's so much... The heartbreaker. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he cho cho chooses you and then yeah, he breaks your heart. Yeah, but I already used the choo choo choo. What about the chocolate stain? Yeah. See, that's, one to, be thing honest, I did, to be fair, that's his dad, though. Because nothing gets chocolate I, out. Exactly. <laughs> did, Ralph made it fall on Lisa. <laughs> no, the one thing I actually kind of skipped out on, which I should have done and taken it from you guys, but I didn't want to steal it from you guys, was I was going to do the. Uh, the Boogie Kamehameha, where he gets his finger stuck up his nose and then pulls out a giant boogie and flicks at you like a Kamehameha right to the fucking forehead. That would have oh, been pretty good. I'm not going to lie. There, I'm there's a bunch. Pretty he, could cool, have, he could have stolen his dad's key, unlocked a secret arena, that Simpsons old house, like the asylum or whatever. There's. Well, the, see, the next episode I was going to do like a... I, I would have probably done the finger Kamehameha or he unlocks his dad's gun and just goes on a fucking... How about ring. you... You could have used the. You could have used the. Oh, sorry. You could have used the whole leprechaun thing to your advantage too. Yeah. Oh well. You know, okay, boys. So you lose some. Let's do. Uh, let's do three moves and, and do an arena as well. Three okay. moves in an arena. Okay. Yeah. Um. But you pick a battle place. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Why don't we just use uh, like Joe Rogan's octagon as a battle place. <laughs> Sure. I've been Fight picturing Mortal Kombat the whole time in my head. Have you guys not been, or like, what's going on? <laughs> I was okay. I was picturing Street Fighter because I was a Street Fighter yeah. guy. But yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. one thing I do want to bring up what? during this podcast is, I oh. think an outdoor podcast would be nice once this whole quarantine thing is lifted. I got a nice deck getting built. I'll drive you guys down. I'll drive you guys back. I mean, Just record nature sounds for half an hour. Right. I like it. Yeah, you can also you can do like those cat videos for YouTube, where people just have like a GoPro and a little like bird feed and like birds come fly and then your cat goes crazy trying to knock your shit down. <laughs> yeah, when when you said cat, I was thinking about that cat lady from The Simpsons just throwing cats at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have had that as a fucking. As a, as a I would have rather I would have rather her over Ralph. <laughs> I'm talking about cat lady just throwing cats. Yeah. Oh man, that would be her move every time. Or I would have, I would have uh, referred her over like Timmy or Jimmy. I would prefer her over Jimmy, or not no, Jimmy. Timmy, originally Timmy. Kevin. If she had taken over, we should have had Cat Lady. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I oh, thought Kevin was a good candidate because he fits the mold of everything that we're doing. <laughs> so. You know what? Maybe season two. Maybe he can make a comeback. Who knows? All right, boys, so we got next round, and then we got Gooby's two movie choices, which are, again, Gooby. Harley Quinn and Uncut Gems. Well, the movie's not called Harley, Qu- Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey Harley, and uh, Harley Uncut Quinn, Gems. Of Prey. Let him have this one, John. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't that mean, man. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm, wait, I am home. Wait, 
I was going to say, I'm going to go home and cry, but I am. Oh, I'll just cry right now. No, I'm kidding. All right, boys. Should we, uh, anybody got anything else to say? We should call it there. It was a good, uh, good episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I think it was pretty good. So, Looking forward to the semis and uh, be safe, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Wear protection, everybody. Be safe. <laughs>